Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family, we want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also.
bless you, God bless you. If you are coming in virtually or if you're joining us, if people are coming in in person, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Kingdom Advancement Ministries. We are so grateful to not just talk to people virtually, amen, but to see faces. Oh my gosh, it is an amazing thing for us to be in the house of the Lord, man. I tell you, if you don't have a church home, I pray you find one. And if you need one, you can always join us here at the Kingdom Advancement Ministries. Amen. We will welcome you with the love of the Lord because we love God and we love people. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just thank you on this morning. Hallelujah. We honor you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for all that you've done. Hallelujah. Thank you for what you continue to do. Thank you for being so faithful. Thank you for this year of Jubilee, God. Thank you for every promise, hallelujah, concerning the body of Christ, concerning every believer, hallelujah, individually and collectively, God, what you are doing in our lives. Glory to God. Thank you that your glory is being revealed in the church like never before. Glory to God. Let our light so shine that men may see our good works and glorify you. Hallelujah. So we honor you today, God. Hallelujah. We thank you that burdens will be lifted. Hallelujah. Yokes will be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Blind eyes will be opened. Hallelujah. Naturally and spiritually in the name of Jesus. Deaf ears will be unstopped naturally and spiritually in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you that the word of God will bring life. Hallelujah. The rainbow word of God shall bring life. Hallelujah. To every ear, ear that shall hear what thus saith the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we honor you in this place. We lift you up. We magnify you. We exalt you. Oh, come on. Lift up the Lord with me on this morning. Glory to God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. And so we welcome you. Hallelujah. With open arms on this morning. May you feel the love of God like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We're going to have our announcements at this time. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Greetings and welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries. Pastor B and Prophetess Tanya, along with the entire TCAM family would like to welcome you today. Our announcements are as follows. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for Sunday service. Please note that we hold communion every first Sunday at 6 p.m. So don't forget to come back and join in via the web and come on into the building with us today at 6 p.m. Well, we just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, even if you're not a mother, you're a mother to someone. So we want to celebrate you and wish you a happy Mother's Day. May 28th is Pentecostal Sunday. Glory to God. To learn more about Pentecost, take some time and read Acts 2, 1 through 4. Again, that's Acts 2, 1 through 4. We have Bible study every Wednesday at 7 p.m. You can join us on live or come into the building. We are here, so please join us at 7 p.m. This is a time for us to fellowship and grow in the word together. 
Men, please join Pastor for the Kingdom Minded Men on their Monday night movement at 7.30 p.m. That's the first Monday of every month. Unless if that Monday is a holiday, then it will be that Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. You must join the private Facebook group via the website for more information. Ladies, 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 tune in for Daughters of the King every third Saturday of the month at 11 a.m. And don't forget to register for Fire and Glory. The prophetic encounter is October 6th and 7th. You want to be in a place. And please don't forget to join in this third Saturday. We have our own Grace Zach. Okay. With our minister, Zach Grace. You can also visit our Youth Corner Big, Being Intentional with God, on our YouTube channel for this month's lesson from the Youth Coordinators, Tevin and Tia. <laughs> this month is Lost Ground, and we are recognizing Mental Health Month. I'm sorry, this month, Lofty Ground is recognizing Mental Health Month. To wrap any of our TCAM merch, please visit our website today. Please note you can always contact us via the website or our phone at 1-855-729-8526. Again, that's 1-855-729-8526. TCAM, T-K-A-M. Also, please, please be sure to listen to our podcast. Be sure, be, please be sure to subscribe, like, and share. If you are ready to serve with TCAM, please reach out to Minister Zach and Minister Leonardo for more information. Oh, oh yes. Y'all missed it yesterday. <laughs> the vow renewal of pastor and prophetess. So the entire TCAM family would like to Wish you all a happy 25th anniversary. So now it's time to give. It's time for tithes and offering. We have a few ways you can do so. You can visit our website. You can mail the um, envelope in. That's 6725 Suitland Road, Suite 101, Suitland, Maryland. 20746, or you can give on um, Zelle using a QR code provided. I'll share while we're waiting. Um, so, <laughs> it's interesting. I love God because before I went out, I prayed over my car Friday night, but I was coming down 50 and it was dark and the lights wasn't on and I hit a pothole. I got a flat tire. I was like, no, God, no, no, please don't let it be a flat. I got out and it was flat. So I drove real slow and drove back up to the Wawa. Ooh, praise God. Let me tell you, it was a triple A sitting over in the corner. <laughs> Ooh, God. Oh, God. And the guy did it for free. And I was oh like, can you look at my tire? I say, it's flat. He said, the flat, flat. 
Or, you know, do you need some air? I said, it'll flat flop to me, but can you do it? He did it. He went in the back. I was trying to unscrew the thing for the tire. He said, I got it. Don't worry about it. But then I gave him some money. And he was like, no. I was like, no, get you something to eat. They pay you to sit here. But I'm going to bless you and you get oh, you some food. Wow. So it was so amazing. God had that ram in the bush. Yes. Tell me, you better pay them tithes the off. <laughs> And if you are joining us virtually and would love to sow into the ministry at this time, listen, you may come back. I know, I know, listen, I know it's so many people that come back and watch everything that we're doing here at the Kingdom Advancement Ministries. And thank you. We pray that your soul, your liberal soul is being made fat. Amen. And so we are grateful for that. If you would like to sow into this ministry, you can do so at any time. Amen. Amen. Just so I promise you, I promise you this is good ground. You look around at the people, you look around at what the Lord is doing in our lives. And it's not that we're boasting in anything. Amen. It's that God is just that good. Amen. <laughs> you don't have to compromise. You don't have to ever do anything outside of the will and the word of God to get anything. Amen. And so Amen. that's what I really want to uh, relay here and that this is good ground. All right. This is excellent ground. So we're going to praise the Lord at this time. We're going to worship God together. Amen. Collectively. Listen, I don't know if you're at home. You might be bedridden right now. You might be laying on your hospital bed. But we pray that as you listen to the worship and the word that something changes on the inside of you. Amen. And that the Lord begin to minister to your heart on today. But my praise is my weapon. Come on, y'all. We need y'all to get on your feet. We're doing it on the way home.
Lord. Tell the Lord to fill you up. Over and well doing. 
Amen. For in due season you shall reap. This is the year of Jubilee. I'm going to keep saying it over and over again because it's the year of Jubilee. If it's the year of Jubilee and there's 365 days in this year, I don't know what day we're on. I don't keep up like that. But what day is this? May 8th? Oh, what day? What month and day? What's the date? Okay. <laughs> May 8th. That's That's seven. Seven. Oh, Lord. May 7th. All right. <laughs> Listen, it's May the 7th. I don't know how many days that is. We still have the rest of the year. You still have this moment. You still have today. You do not have to think that God is not going to come through with his promises. He has never failed us yet. Amen. He's never failed us yet. <laughs> He's never failed us. We are living, listen to me. We are living in the promises of God. Do y'all hear what we're saying? You all being here, you all being here virtually, we are living. That means we're going through it. We are living in the promises of God. Living. It doesn't matter what people say, y'all. You got to know what God said. If God said it, he spoke it. That's it. It's settled. That means it's written in heaven. It's established. That means it is established. You were established in your mother's womb before you showed up. It's established. That means it is so. Amen? Amen. Hey, good pastor. <laughs> that resonates with you all. Please go, listen, be steadfast, unmovable. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> to see our faces in this place, to see you all virtually, this is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. We're all getting to see. God wants us to see his promises. He wants everyone to know just how faithful he is. Amen. 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 You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just waiting on you. I know fire is shut up in your bones. It really is. It really is. It really is. Because to see you all and to know what God is doing, even in you and in us, you got to give God praise, y'all. You got to give him praise. <laughs> I am very hot. <laughs> I am hot. Yes. <laughs> Can I give it up for my wife? Amen. Yeah. Thank you guys for loving on us. We appreciate it. I, I love you so very much. I thank God for you. And you're wonderful. You're a woman. You're a treasure. Aww. And. Here's some tissue. Take your seat. Okay. All right. <laughs> Amen. 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 25. Woo! <laughs>
Wow. I didn't think I would do much of anything constructive for 25 years. I've done a lot of things, but doing something, something positive and something worthwhile and so fulfilling for 25 years was oh was never a thought for me. It's never a dream, a real vision. I never I never visioned or thought about um doing anything much of anything other than negative negative for 25 years. I didn't want to do anything negative for 25 years, but that was what was in my what was in my, my path at the time. And never saw this. I never saw this. I know most people would always say that, man, God called me from my youth. I don't have that testimony. He called me from my youth and, my, and from my mother's womb, I, I, I was called. I didn't know it. I couldn't see it. Didn't have that many people around to affirm that in me. And so to be doing this, and not just doing this, doing this with her. Doing it with someone who's, who's in it with you. It's always a... And y'all just hang in here with me. I, I, there is a word from the Lord today, man. But I believe this, I, I know this is a word as well. Um, to have someone to stay in it with you. That's why when I see you guys and I see Tia Tim and I see you guys, it's not where you start. It's where you finish <laughs> that matters the most. Yes. And starting with someone the right way helps you finish even the more. Most people, we talked about it yesterday, most people get out of marriages because they don't see the collateral damage that getting out of it causes. And it's not just about our children that will become collateral damage. It's all the souls that are tied to Tanya and I that become collateral damage. Because all the things that we've that we ministered and preached about, that Paul says that if the word itself doesn't take root, then he himself should be a castaway. And so if we preach marriage, happy, well, let me strike happy. Because happy is relative. Happy is a state of where you happen to be at that moment. Mm -hmm. Happiness, you never hear vows say for love, happiness. <laughs> happiness is not in your vows. Because you don't always be happy. And, but it tells you to love, honor, cherish. And to always and this is not in your vows, but always submit yourself to one another. To see the best in one another. To do your best for one another. And so thank you. But even on those moments where I know you didn't love, you didn't, you loved me, but you didn't feel me. <laughs> I, no, 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 that's honest. That, that's, some, that's some realness where you where you know, and and I said that as, as, as even as leaders of ministries and as partners in ministry, y'all ain't always feel me. Don't be looking at me like that. Y'all ain't gonna always feel me. I may say something that may <laughs> just, just, just blow you right 
someone or you're listening to someone who's not moved by the spirit of God. Amen. the word is a two-way soul yeah. that means those who are delivering it and those who are receiving it if it hits home it should do something to your soul Amen. to cause change and so with marriage and with life with what I say with what you hear always govern what you hear by the spirit of God don't take it personal. And I'm just, I'm just giving you guys that with marriage. You can't always take what, what we say or what the individual in your relationship is saying personal. Your husband or your wife. Let me be clear with my words. <laughs> I have to be very clear. Yes, because when I use open terms, people yeah. think I'm talking about open relationships mm. or open situations. And I don't, we don't, this ministry, God doesn't. Support man and man and woman and woman. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what a husband takes on a wife and a wife takes on a husband. Male, female. <laughs> it's the, that's but see, that's the day and time we're living in. Well, we have to, as the as as, true, as as people of God, we have to be careful with our words. We have to make sure what we're conveying is being conveyed properly and accurately, so people don't get it misunderstood what we stand for because. My old um, apostle, late great Ralphie Gray, said, "If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything." And standing for God is never wrong. Amen. When this entire world is against God, stand for God. I'm telling you, it's coming more and more like never before. The church is going to be persecuted for standing for righteousness. We already are. They want us to shut up. Say what they say. Do what they do. Don't talk about me. Don't judge me. Why? You judge us. All the time. That's just, you know, you, they judge. I'm smiling. <laughs> it's my birthday and anniversary time. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for all your well wishes. That's just something I had to, that's not a lesson, but I wanted to share with you guys. You guys are having an awesome, awesome, awesome weekend? Yes. yes. Amen, amen. Thank you guys for coming out over today. Let's pray and we'll get right into today's lesson, amen? amen. My son already started my clock for my request. I appreciate you, amen. Father, I thank you, praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made. God, we will rejoice and be glad in God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who is our teacher and our God. God, thank you for the great wisdom that you always provide. God, thank you for today's lesson, Jesus. Have your way on today, God. Oh, signs, miracles, and wonders follow you always, God, because that's just who you are, God. You are the God of signs. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of deliverance. Oh, God, and I place my confidence in you and you alone, God. Oh, God, for this world today, God. Oh, God, change our lives today, God. Restore, heal, 
Do what you do best, God. We thank you for the power of the Almighty God. Wisdom flow. And our God now decreases that the Holy Spirit increase. It's in Jesus' name I thank you. And all who agree say amen. 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 Well, listen, I know um, ministers wanted to mention um, to you guys an announcement that come back this evening. Come back this evening. We have um, our community service, which we'll be having the first Sunday of every month at 6 p.m., Lord's willing, here in this place. And if it's not this place, the next place for this ministry. Amen. 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 Because this is not the final stop for this ministry. We are growing and we are going. Amen. Here we are. Yeah, it's all those who are on board. I was telling my wife last night. I said, "We're not this. This train is, does not make a round trip stop to pick up people. Once we once we ride past your stop, you better catch up with us." Yeah, because God was sharing that with God is moving. He is moving, and by virtue of you guys being here, listen, I'm we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. For you guys being here. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking in. We have not forgotten you, the V partners, for all you guys who are still on. Listen, if you were just bedside back to shame on you, you know. <laughs> we got people driving from far and wide coming to be here. And if you're if you're in your bed and you're watching and Deacon Sheets and Reverend Hill <laughs> is, is with you. You ought to be ashamed. Come on out here and get involved in this ministry. You should be out here. Listen, you go shopping, you go do everything else that you need to do to fulfill the needs that you have to. Come on, give God a few minutes of your time, about two, three hours of your day. Listen, it, he, listen, it can't hurt you. It only helps you. Yeah, but go and out there. Yeah, it is. But Jesus is out here too. Are you more concerned about Get catching cold, or are you more concerned about receiving Jesus? We want you to be concerned about receiving, loving God, and not operating in fear about receiving something that is not of God. Amen. Amen. So we will talk about some things on the day. Listen, listen, listen. Apostle Wayne Green will be with us this evening. Awesome, awesome man of God. Amen. He was um, the son of our our, our late great um, apostle. He did our ceremony of our marriage 25 years ago. He ordained us in ministry. And he did our ceremony yesterday of our vow yeah. And he's an awesome, awesome man of God. His family, we love him dearly. They're great, great people, a great representation of God. And tonight, and he's, I'm telling you, you come back on tonight, even if you check us out, it's going to bless your life. It's going to bless your life. I promise you, you will. And it, listen, I'm not telling you, but this place is going to be a little, maybe a little back tonight. <laughs> we, have, we have some people coming, and we just want to we just want to pack the place out for, for Jesus. Amen. 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 This is about about nothing else but giving people to God and getting the things of God for people to to be able to walk out and carry out this life. Amen. Amen. How many? I, 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 it's been it's been it was in my spirit that um and for the last couple of weeks that people are restless. Mm. Some of you can't get the rest you need because there's no peace in your spirit. There's no calmness about your life. God has been dealing with me about, and some of you watching, that you can't get the rest in your mind because you are, there's no peace there. God, I want to talk about the power, the peace of God, the power of the peace of God. There's a, there's a peace 
that God gives all his children. You got to want to walk in peace, live in peace, reside in peace. Amen. Because this world pulls on us. The things, the cares of this world are always the things that we care about. That's why they call the cares of the world. Because we care about, we care more about these things. Why? Because we've been conditioned to care about the things of the world. We understand, we know, and I'm not, I'm not talking like I'm, I'm walking on a cloud that I don't, we, I don't reside on earth with you guys, and that we don't live in this, this earthly realm together. But this, this earthly realm should not be the, the, the consuming thing that we deal with. Once we prioritize, prioritize God in our lives, there's a peace that comes on us concerning the things of God. And even the, the concerns that we have about life. Wow, how do you know that, Pastor B? 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 tells us that we are to cast your cares, your anxieties on God because he cares for you. I'm going to say this one thing. I can speak for a person. I hate flying. I don't have a fear of flying. I just have a hate. <laughs> because I've been in planes. I've been on airplanes before. I just don't like it. Wow. The thought of something not being underneath my feet other than that plane as, as huge and as large as they are. I'm going to tell you just how, how much I've got his heavy in tune with this message. I was in a store and there was a pilot in line with me. Out of no... I, why is the pilot in the store? <laughs> Full uniform with wings, his wings and everything. And he was in, I was in line before him. I let him go in front of me because I was still waiting on my food. And after he ordered all his food, because he ordered a whole lot, like he was going, like he was preparing to, 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 to travel. Yeah. I, I, and I got it. I gave him the space because I knew he was trying to get to the airport. And so I just asked him, I called him, he was walking around, I said, excuse me, <laughs> I have a question for you. So I guess, sure, he's a real nice guy. I said, why does people, I said, why do people hate flying? He said, why, are you one of those? <laughs> <laughs> I said, absolutely. Are you one of those? He said, so what is it? Is it a fear of flying? Or what? I said, no, I don't use the word fear. I have a... I don't like it. I don't like being up there. I mean, we're talking. So he stopped and he said, you know, flying is one of the safest modes of travel. I said, are you saying that because you fly all the time? I said, how would you tell someone or how would you handle someone who doesn't like flying getting on your plane? He said, I would just simply tell them, this is the safest mode that you're going to get around. And I said, so what about the law of preservation? I'm drilling them now. I'm drilling them. <laughs> I said, because most people have to, and this is something that, guess what I'm saying to y'all, this is leading into what we're going to talk about. The, I said, the law of preservation for me kicks in. He said, well, what? what is, knowing, I knew he kind of knew. He said, so what's the law of preservation? I said, the law of preservation is when I can do things for myself. And I feel secure that I can manage the things for myself. 
That's what the law of preservation is. When you can, when you are in a situation or in a, a, a moment that you feel like you have control of. He said, well, when you're in the air, it's safe. He said, but when you're driving, do you do you feel like you have control? I said, yeah, I do because I have the stern of will in my head. But then I but then God caught me in our conversation. I said, oh, I know it, but talking to someone else helps us know. Same with the word of God. And so in that come, I answered my own questions talking to he was just the one standing there listening, reassuring me that. It's safe. The same with God about our peace. He's listening to all our complaints, but he's just standing there like, if you go to the word, you'll find peace. That's good. All the chaos around you, the law of preservation is telling you to be fearful. To be fearful. You go to my word, you'll find peace. And in the and when he when we made the example about the cop. I told, I said, oh yeah, I don't really have control over the cop. Mm -hmm. My hands are just on it. Mm -hmm. The same when I'm in that plane. I don't have control over the plane. God's hand is on it. Amen. Amen. If I trust him to be in the car, why won't I trust him to be in the plane? Oh, yes. If I trust him to take care of my children, then why do I keep trying to cover my children? And you don't come, I'm not saying don't come with prayer. Why do you try to protect them from the world when there's no protection that you can offer that God doesn't already have for them? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. See, casting out anxieties, when we learn to give it to God, we won't always try to take it back. That's when the stress comes. When we give it, but we got our hand on one end and we want him to grab the other end. That's when there's no peace. That's why everybody, even now, the dollar ain't going to be no good in a couple of years. We're hearing all these gloom and these, these doom stories. War is coming. The money, the dollar ain't no good. That Bitcoin fell apart. All these, whatever it is that causes you sleepless nights. The thought of your boss not retaining you for service. Do you really have any control mm -hmm. over the job you have currently anyway? No. Yeah, think about it. How many of us really, unless you own a company, well, even in that. <laughs> because I talk to people all the time and I, and I tell them, they're like, well, Virgil, man, your wife have a daycare. Y'all should be good. I said, listen, <laughs> one, I'm a silent partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pocket partner. <laughs> and I, but see, the beautiful thing in that is I understand who I understand what I am. I understand my role. I, I'm a pocket partner and I go down the level going to babies whenever I, whenever I feel it necessary. So I go down there, hug them on mail. They'll call me. They, they, they call me Jaden, which is my son's name. <laughs> but then some of them, as they get to know me, they call me Mr. Virtue, but they, they know me. They, they see me. And so I understand that, and I tell them that 
even in owning your own business, you still work for someone. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the moment they stop coming through that door, we start looking for money. And, the, and I tell them, the anxiety of that alone can cause you to stress. Why? Because when you put just when you start watching numbers and start watching people, you stop trusting God. So even on your job, when you know that here's the and I don't want I don't want this to get lost in translation. I'm not telling anybody not to go on your job and to do your job. What I am telling you is do your job as unto God. Amen. Work like God is watching. Because he's where promotion comes from anyway. The stress of trying to please a a person will drive you crazy. What's the worst thing to do to go to work every day and hate what you do? No peace at all. I went to work for 15 years. She'll tell you. With knots in my stomach. Surprisingly, I'm not dead. But for the grace of God. Yes. I couldn't find peace with this doctor, with this VP, nowhere. When I thought there was peace, they acted a fool. When I thought I was there was finally I was there was finally victory being won, they cut the fool. And what I had to start doing was I had to make sure I put on a piece of God every day. God, protect my thoughts. Help me watch my mouth. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah, I know it's hard to do. Yes. (laughs) That's the answer. That's the answer. (laughs) Well, I did. I did. I I was bad. I I I would not cuss. I'm not a cusser. I, I used to be, used, used to be the way, 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 way back then. I used to get cousins. I don't do that no more. Because I believe and I teach my children that if you can formulate sentences and you know how to have a conversation, you should be in a dialogue without using profanity. Teach you how to conversate without using profanity. Most people use profanity because they lack the, they lack the verbiage to be able to address and to be able to give you the thoughts of what they're thinking. When I can't think, when I can't give you or articulate what I'm thinking, I file for customer because you know certain customers fill in all the blanks. <laughs> when you're learning the customer, you learn that you fill in all the blanks for customer. That means, yeah, I can I can use that word and boom, 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 boom. Ignorance, but anyway. Peace. That was that's 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 you know, that's what you're taught. Anyway. But the peace of God is always made available to the believers. There should be no believer who says they love Jesus Christ that cannot function and operate in peace. This world should not be the dictator, the barometer, the me- how we measure our daily life. It's a challenge. I understand. I get it. I know it to be so. That's why first Peter tells us to cast all our cares. What do you what do you do when you cast? Oh, no. You throw them out there. Huh? Yes, first Peter 5 and 7. You gotta throw them out there. You gotta cast them. You gotta throw all your cares to God. He's the only one who can take them. And the thing is, when you cast them, don't get don't take them back. 
Don't go back and try to pick them up. That's why there's a, there's a power in peace. When storms are raging all around you, if you don't have the peace of God, you'll be caught up in the storm. Amen. Let's check this out. Isaiah 41 and 10. Let's take you through this. Isaiah 41 and 10. You guys have it? I have to give you a couple of seconds. Isaiah 41 and 10 tells us, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am that God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you. With my right, he's telling you, he's going to be there to strengthen you. So in these moments and in these, this time in your life when you're feeling the world is crashing down on you, they're telling you all these layoffs get ready to happen. There's a depression coming. That's designed to get yeah. you moved from your place of peace. Absolutely. When the world is telling you, listen, it's coming. And y'all, and they think that what they start doing is they start giving us stories of old, of the Great Depression, when people jump out of buildings because they couldn't manage, they couldn't function. People commit suicide, putting guns under their chin, in their mouth, and, and ending it all. All these mass shootings we're seeing at an outlet mall yesterday. Some, 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 someone who couldn't manage life, couldn't find peace nowhere. The devil talks to them. They take a bright firearms and then go into an outlet mall where people minding their own business, going about their Saturday and shoot the place up. That's the place. That's an individual who couldn't find peace nowhere. Amen. Don't just mark, don't just, don't just gloss over peace. There's a power in the peace of God. And if you don't tap into the power of the peace of God, you can get swept up in this world. That's why he said, God is telling us in the end, he will strengthen us. Yea, I will help you. You got to know that you need help. Why sit in your house alone with all the lights cut off, contemplating suicide? You believe that there's no one who can help you but you. And I've run my course and I can't even help me. So in the part, when I get to that, when an individual comes to the end of himself and that's what they find as their result, they try to end it all. Nothing in your life is worth ending it all. Amen. There's much more God wants to do in your life. For you to take your life, you are selfish. You rob yourself and others of an experience to, to, re, to get what God has placed in you. Listen, because none of us are here for nothing. There's something in each and every one of our lives that God has purposed and planned specifically for you and I to do. But when the cares of this world become so much greater than what God has purposed, we start trivializing. We don't have no money. I'm living where I'm living. I'm driving what I'm driving. I'm working where I'm working. And we see these all as bad things. Here's the thing. There's somebody worse than you. Yep. Someone who's having life challenges worse than yours. 
but they find it in themselves to fight. Amen. The, the problem with a lot of believers, we're quitters. See, we're a bunch of chimps. We're a bunch of punks and suckers. See, we give up on we give up on God. We believe that what they have, I should have. We covet other people's things. <clears throat> so when we covet other people's things, there's no peace because everything we do, we're comparing with other people. That's good. I want the wife he has. You don't know what he had to do to get the wife he has. Yeah. You don't know the struggle. <laughs> you don't know the struggle he's having. <laughs> you don't know how much work he's having to do to get the kind of results he's getting from his wife. You don't know what kind of results she has to do to get the results from her husband that she's getting. He hasn't always, listen, I haven't always been the guy that I am now. And some of these other guys aren't the people who you think they are. Amen. It's just the perception of who they pretend to be. Well, that's good right there. And people make you think driving that car, they're happy. They're living life that is full. You don't know when they walk in that house, there's no lights on in there. Come on, Pastor. There's no food in the refrigerator. Peace well. Where can I find peace? I'm searching. I'm looking. I'm in a house with a bunch of people who don't love me. They love what I have. Jesus. Wow. Mm. These are the unstable things that the world shows us that's false. Yes. That gets us off, that makes us believe that the world has peace and others don't. It's important that we understand the power of peace. And protecting your peace. Yes. You have to protect it. You have to fight with everything in you yes. to maintain your peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the world of people who are so unhappy that my unhappiness, I want you to be unhappy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm miserable, join me. Yeah. It's room for you over here. What? See, that's fake. Because see, when you're joyful, they tell you, oh, hey, let that. That's fake. How can you be happy all the time? <laughs> How can you be smiling all the time? What's so good about what's going on in your life when you always smiling? <laughs> what's so bad in your life when you always frown? Hey, yes. Yes. Why can't you find peace? <laughs> That's why I always tell Tia, I love it when you smile. Yes. <laughs> because even if it's not, even, even if it's not a whole lot of peace, you make me believe that there's peace available. Yes. 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 No, that's a realness. Because yes. I always tell you, smile. Yes. Keep smiling. Why? Because that's a ministry gift within itself. Yes. Amen. My day can be bad, but when I see you smile, okay, there's joy somewhere. Yes. I need to tap into that. Yes. And that, that is Jesus Christ. Okay, how do I get to know that? Mm. See, that brings people in. See, we need, we need to show people not faith, not made up, not contrived peace. We need to walk in the bona fide word of God. Listen, John 14 and 27 tells us that's John 14 20, peace I leave. With you. Ooh, Jesus. 
My peace I give to you. Not as the world giveth. Let not your heart be troubled. Woo. Listen, he's telling us, my peace. There's no peace outside of me, he's telling you. He's telling you, my peace, I'll leave it to you. It's out I'm gone. And I left my peace for you. But most people don't know how to go get peace. Where to find that peace. Peace is found in the word of God. There's no other peace to be found. Now there's pieces. I can find a piece of this. I can find a piece of that. But peace that surpasses all our understanding is found in the word of God. See, people think by getting a little something, if I go get, you know, I got a thing for women, I go get a little something. That's going to that's gonna give me some temporary satisfaction. I get a little peace for about two, three minutes. An hour, a day. Whatever your price is, I go get me a drink or a smoke. I gave me a little peace for a couple of hours, for a couple of few minutes of the day. I, I relieve myself of all the world's trouble. I let it go. They tell you, we did, you know, they tell y'all, y'all know, they tell y'all this. Man, you need to go somewhere and relax. <laughs> <laughs> what relaxing can you possibly do when you're only getting temporary gratification mm-hmm. and you got to go back into a situation that you have not been properly prepared to deal with? See, most people don't know how to handle that. Most people, life has gotten the best of them that they go get, they go get, they go find these temporary outlets. <clears throat> Gambling. Why well, casinos so big? The casinos are huge because of a couple of reasons. One being people need an outlet. Is an outlet to escape reality and put you in this fantasy world of life. All these bells, bling, 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 bling. It's, it's so distracting. It makes you take your mind off what's going on. It makes you believe, I too am a winner. Even if I'm, even if I'm losing, I'm winning. Because they tell you, they promote that. I, the people, people come to the casinos to lose. They tell you that. Because they understand the odds of the house. 99% of the time, the house wins. That number may be slightly inflated because I'm not a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> so it could actually be 90%. Okay, so give or take 5, 10%. I don't know. I mean, never found any pleasure in giving anybody else my money. Joyfully. <laughs> I put that in there. <laughs> with a smile on my face. But all these things are, des- are designed to give them a false sense of peace. They're sitting down there drinking because they, they, they bring you alcohol. They, quote unquote, I, I, from, from, we, we, we know a family who one guy was a, a bona fide gambler from his wife. That they get comp- these, 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 these rooms, these, these nice company, and give they, as long as you gambling, and you spend it, you win, they'll comp your room. And I thought, I said, okay, the reason they comp your room, they want you to stay. So the chance of you giving, my, giving me my money back is greater. I don't want you to go home, think about, nah, maybe I'm going to go back. Nah, I want you in. 
What's your favorite drink? I'm going to bring you a bottle of your favorite drink up. On us. <laughs> All the time is on you. <laughs> but that's the falseness of the peace that these things bring. There's no peace outside of God. <clears throat> because it's fleeting. It's temporary. And all it does is give you a temporary escape from the reality of your reality. And what I'm and 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 listen, this is not to say whatever you're going through is not real. It's not true. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the God we serve is greater than what our current state is. It's temporary, which means it's always subject to change. He said, the Bible tells us that these things that we are temporal, which means it's subject to change. There's nothing long-lasting about them. If you live long enough to state that you were once, then you won't be in it. And one thing I've, 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 I've told my children and I've modeled in my life, with time, an opportunity, you can change any situation in your life. But you got to make sure that there's time on the clock. And I just told my son, and this is a question, this is rhetorical for all y'all. What's the most valuable asset that you have in life? Think about it. What's the most valuable thing that you possess in your life? See, other people, see, some people will start running off things. Well, my house, my car, my, 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 my this, my that. The most valuable thing that any human possesses is time. Why? Because you can't get no more of it. Your allotment of time is all we have. And God has given us our own checkout day. Each and every one of us has it. We can't adjust it. We can't ask for a late checkout. We all have it. We all have an appointment to keep. And the time that we have, we don't have it to waste. And with the peace of God is that we have to make sure that we that we know that we don't have time to waste. So no, so knowing that I don't have time to waste, I don't have time to give up my peace. I can't get it back. And here's the thing: you don't get to take it from me. How you feel about me? You need to work that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. That's been my stance for the last couple of years. I, I'm so not, I'm dismissive of people, but what I am is I'm not going to let people make me over. That's good. So you don't get to change my peace. I'm, you're not, see, I'm not a thermostat. You don't get to turn me up. Here. You don't get to tell me, okay, verse, be cold. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not my feeling. That's just the tension of how that's a little inside. <laughs> that's a little inside house thing. That's why, that's why one of my new boys laughing. That's <laughs> one of them things. But yeah, for people to be able to, to be able to control your peace level is something that you have to willingly give people. You have to give people the, the power to tell you Carissa, you're going to be cold today. Why am I going to be cold today? Because I, I need you cold. Nah, you, you need yourself to be whatever you need. You don't need me cold. You don't need to tell me to come from a place. I'm at peace. 
You don't get to control me to tell me, okay, you're going to have a bad day. No, you're you going to have a bad day. That's on you. You come into the office, you don't get to control my attitude. I don't, that, you know, I tell people all the time, hey, you don't get to make me, don't, don't try to make me over. <laughs> you know, I tell, that's, that's my saying. Don't, you don't try to make me over. Don't try to make me be what you want me to be. Mm. I'm going to be me. I'm enjoy being me. And the peace that God has given me, I had to fight for it. So you don't get to take it from me. And nor do I get to surrender it to you. And what I'm telling you, don't stop going out because people are attacking walls, attacking stores. Live your life. But know that you got to have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. Now, I'm not telling you to go places and be and being crazy about it. You don't want to be in things and doing unrighteous things. This is a this is a, a conversation. This is a lesson on holiness concerning the word of God. This is not giving people a license to go just be re rebellious because you think you have the peace of God. No, no, no. That's not what Pastor B is talking about. I'm talking about living your life in a manner that pleases God, that God puts the, that the peace of God is a part of your life. Be found doing what God will have you to do. And there will always be peace in your life. In your situation, in your homes. So what your husband and your wife are acting a fool? You walk around Billie Jean with peace. Don't let the fact that they don't come with you or they don't do the things that you do concerning God dissuade you. Serve him all the more. This is for anybody. Serve your serve God all the more. Listen, when you serve him, your, your family has to come along. And what they're gonna do, they're gonna come along kicking and screaming, but they're gonna come along. Yes, they are. Trust me, they will. They're gonna fight because they've been conditioned to fight. The devil not giving up easy. We want him to surrender a soul because we say so. If there's no power to do it, he's not surrendering it. And even when there's power, he's going to fight it. The great thing about it, though, if God be for you, he's more than this world can ever be against you. So stand for, listen, when you see him acting a fool, and you just pray for them, and you got a word, or God has shared something with you, and then they start cussing in the fuss, just be laughing. I see you, Lord. Yeah, I see you working, Lord. Yeah, because they, they only last you out because God is working. See, the devil don't fight nothing that you already got control over. Wow. That's good. That is. You don't have to fight for your car. You already got your car. But when someone comes to try to take it, that's when you fight. The same thing with the devil. When there's a life that's that's trying that's being grabbed out of his claws, he's gonna fight tooth and nail. So he is. And then he's banking on the fact that you're gonna get so disturbed and your peace is gonna get so disrupted that you're gonna act out. So what you do is when you act out, you allow you allow him to take, you allow the spirit to take a couple of steps back and him to take a couple of steps forward. Why? Because he sees some, okay, maybe there's a little chink in the arm. Mm. <laughs> they ain't what they say they are. Jesus. Yeah. Because the devil's always looking for chinks in the arm. And peace, the lack thereof, 
allows access in your life to where it wasn't supposed to be. See, you got to know, you got to stay steadfast, unmovable. Let them out the food. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. <laughs> it won't be long there, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. see, you got to know that what you're putting out is greater than what the enemy is putting out. But most people, when you don't know what you have on the inside of you, you fall. <laughs> you give up. When you see him act the fool, you stop praying, God. I'm done, God. <laughs> you let it go. You quit. <laughs> you quit. God, I, I can't do no more. And we back to the law of preservation. When you say you can't do no more, were you really doing something anyway that was changing the situation? Because it ain't your situation to change. But because our law of preservation kicks in, we believe that we're changing the situation. Now, we're workers together with Christ. But God is the one who does the increase. We don't have the power to save anyone. We have the power to give them the word, to stand on the word, to trust God concerning the word. That gives us peace. When we know that when he tells, listen, he told that even our seeds will be blessed. Do you believe it? When you see your children acting a fool, do you believe that God can bless them? That he's blessing them? They're going to act out. Some of them. Why? Because they are influenced by a world who has no desire to serve our God. And the further they can pull our babies from God, the happier they are. Yeah, because what better thing is to have that generation fired up for the things of God? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The devil knows that his time is short anyway. But to have that found that that you that group of that age group of children on fire for God, he knows that the end is closer than it ever been. Mm -hmm. But to fight him is his job. To fight us is his job. He, he fights us for our peace. He's going to fight us to the nail for our peace. He, listen, he doesn't want any of us to walk in the established peace of God. He wants you to believe that every word of God is a lie. God are you? Because he stopped Prince. Because he he's smart. He's crafty. Man. Don't know anybody who tell y'all the devil is stupid, dumb, and all. They're lying. He's been around for generations. He's destroyed kingdoms. World. He's destroyed countries. And so you think that because you try to fight him naturally. You stand the chance? Absolutely not. That's a losing proposition all the way. And so we lose our peace when life happens. Like I told you, it's easy to give up. Come on, let's keep reading. Isaiah 26 and 12 says, Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. Luke 26 and 20, that tells me. He said, Lord, you established our peace. 
Lord, that means, Lord, you are the peace. I keep reading you guys scriptures that reaffirm you that God is reminding you that he is your peace. There's no peace outside of him. Stop looking. Stop hoping. Stop trying to, listen, I, as much as y'all know, y'all heard me praise my wife when I first, I, I don't look to my wife for peace. I look for peace in my home, but I don't look for peace. Why? Because I know God is my peace. God is my sustainer. God is my refuge. And if God is not in her, then I can't run to her because he, ain't gonna, he can't give me nothing back from God. But because I know God dwells in her, I can go to her and she can give me the things of God. Because say, baby, God said he's your peace. And my peace, he said, he leads with you. He'll cover you. He'll protect you. He's your fortress. You can run and be safe. You can hide in him. But when you don't know where to go to find peace, we're out here. We're left out here. You're left in a world full of unrighteous decisions. You're not going to find nothing righteous in unrighteousness. Amen. And that's why you have to fight with every fiber of your being as a believer to seek peace. And it's one of my favorite. I used to tell everybody, the Bible told when, when, when dealing with people, the Bible tells me to pursue peace. I'm to pursue peace and follow after it. Not just pursue it. Once you grasp it, once you attain it, now you have to follow after it. Now you have to do, you have to live a life every day, consciously. Because see, a lot of a lot of, a lot of believers, we y'all sleepwalking. Y'all are walking through this life because you know a couple of scriptures and you're walking through this life on, 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 on just sleepwalking on those scriptures. That's not enough. You got to get this word in the, on the inside of you to help fortify you, strengthen you, encourage you. You got to know what scriptures to, to, to recant in those moments where you're feeling like you don't have peace. Those moments where you're feeling unstable. Those moments where life is just pulling and beating you up. Yeah, because I'm not talking and ministering to you guys in a place where the look where, where don't have where, the, where I'm walking. Ain't nothing bothering me. <laughs> I'm past the beat. I'm so I have no troubles in this world. I'm, the devil sees me. Oh, that's past me. Leave him alone. Give him an easy pass. No. Uh, that's Pastor B. Make it harder. Make it harder for him. How many people showing up to church? Make him stop thinking about that. Yeah, that's some real. That's some realness for you. Mm -hmm. Building this, building this temple. How are we gonna get it done? I know that with God, with time and God, it's gonna happen. <laughs> And that's what I kept telling, telling myself. God, I know that thank you that there's enough time on the clock and enough power in your word that this thing is going to happen. Gave me peace. I didn't stress. I wasn't sleepless. I didn't have nights where I couldn't rest. Only nights I, re I, I have restless life is when I'm worn in the spirit. That's the only time that my rest is not solid. Or oh, you guys are not on my mind. 
Yeah, yeah, you guys. Because every pastor, every leader always has you guys or should have you guys on their minds. Because God is always speaking about the cares of the sheep that are part of his of, the, of what he's supposed to be at a flock. He cares for you guys. Amen. The messages that are taught are not just for me. It's because something is going on with some of you guys that he's trying to convey a message to to get you to live life the way you're supposed to. Stop being defeated. Yes. Oh, even better, stop giving up. You give up the victory that you obtained when you got Jesus Christ in your life. When God came into your life, you obtained the victory. Why are you giving it up? Why are you surrendering the victory that you had? We give up on God because things are not moving at the pace we think they should. Teach, man. Yes. That's good. Ooh. Why? Because we have been conditioned to when it don't work quick. Yeah. Or if, 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 if we don't think it's moving fast enough, give up. And the devil's giving you guys and placing these things in your mind to destroy and to distract you guys from the peace that God has already came to give you because you believe that my life is not moving at the pace and at the rate God has made it. Why? Because James or Joe has something that I'm supposed to have. If it's yours, it's yours, brothers. Amen. If it's yours, it's yours, Amen. sister. Amen. There's nothing that you have that I can't get if it's for me. That's it right there. Yes. No car you drive that is not in my look. If it's not, if it's if it's your car, that's your car. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to rejoice with you because it's your car. Absolutely. I'm going to rejoice at your house because it's your house. I'm going to shout over your children because your children are being what God has called them to be. Yes. The only peace that you, we, God, what's the, the hate is so real because people don't have peace. Right. Yes. Yes. That's good. You can't have peace and be a hater. <laughs> How can you have the peace of God and be a hater? It's, it's like oil and water. It don't work. God has never called us to be haters. When we are, when we have the peace of God on the inside of us, He tells us rejoice with those who rejoice. He tells us, man, ain't no room for hate. Absolutely not. But when there's a little, when there's a little remnant of hating you, when there's no peace in your life, then we find all problems. Oh, you know that car she bought. You know that car was. You know, she bought that car from such and such place. <laughs> man, I saw that car. I saw that car online. Man, that car had so many problems. We start talking like that. Even if it's so. The peace of God should be so prevalent. Hey, I saw that come online. And I don't know if you're aware it has some underlying issues. I know a mechanic that can take care of that for you. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. I'm going to give you his or her number and let you take you over there to him. And matter of fact, yeah. I'm gonna, can, I pay for the, can I pay for whatever repairs that is required? That's when you know that you're operating with the peace yeah. That's when you know that what going, what's going on around has no foundation that will move you. That you can stand in a place of peace. 
See, when your when your when your when your whole spirit is on and your whole and you're not and you're not locked into this thing of the thing of God, you can go do the things that people go do. How can you take someone else's life if your mind is not at peace? If you're not worn and being tormented in your mind. See, people who take who who have the capacity to go murder and do and take life, there's no peace there. Because that, when my life means nothing to me, yours means less. Mm-hmm. See, that's when you don't have any peace. When God, there's no, when God is taking his hands off you, where even your thoughts can't be infiltrated by the power of God, you've been given over to a reprobated mind. That's a dangerous place. Or a man that's been overly taken with the devil. You've surrendered your life to the devil, to serving him. That's when there's no... But even in that, God can still work it. There's a a slither of hope in in your spirit that there is a God. I wasn't raised like this. Man, I'm telling you, we're fighting your our, our peace is a powerful thing. We have to go in. Proverbs 3 and 5 tells us trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Trusting is important. You gotta trust. In the Lord <clears throat> with all your heart. It didn't say half. It didn't say some of your heart. It says all of your heart. When you come to this, when you come to God, the Bible says that you must first believe that He is who He said He is. And that's God. That's a trust. You must believe that He is God. There's no other God beside him. There's no other God with him. There's no God greater than him. He is all that I need when I need it. He's my peace. He's my way maker. He's my confidant. I'm in this house alone. He's my friend. He's my counsel. I trust and I confide in you, God. I can go to you. Trust in him with all your heart. And we know with our heart, as I swear, the heart is the birthplace for all of our increase. It's, it's where everything starts from us. If our heart is contaminated, then everything about what we're going to produce will be contaminated. When we don't have the capacity to trust God, we won't trust him for nothing. And our own understanding, our own ways of doing things. For those who are new here, y'all know what I tell you, those senses. My mind, my will, my intellect, and my emotions will get me not to trust God and lean to my own understanding. When I trust or my understanding leans to my mind, I'm in trouble. Because my mind's always going to tell me something contrary to what the Word of God tells me. My will. My will is always willing to do what my flesh wants to do. My intellect, I think I'm smarter than God. 
I received all this information. I've been to school. I got a PhD, a DDD, or somebody else's D. I've been in the grants. I got a whole bunch of other. I've been so. I got a whole. I got a. I got a degree in and being in the grass, digging in the dirt. Whatever you do, when people and people are getting the they give degrees like they giving out tic tacs. Then <laughs> you can go online and get a degree for bad breath. Oh my god. <laughs> so that degree, so you can't you can't you can't depend. Y'all come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Yeah, come on back. I'm You can't get no degrees. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't, don't take that person. Oh. Ha, 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 laugh. But see, all these things make you lean to your own understanding. Because when you believe that there's some information to be gained outside of the word of God, you lean to your own understanding. Somebody else's revelation. Because they have a college with their name on it or institute with their name. They, you believe that their information is more, more prevalent or more in line with the word or what God than God Himself. Wow. So my intellect. And then your emotions. Whoo, that's the one, that's the one, that's one of the worst ones you can lean to. In terms of if your emotions will tell you all the wrong things. Even when the light is red, your emotions say, run it, run it, run it. <laughs> Emotions, man. Your emotions is all over the place. And so we have to guard against these things. We can't lean to these things. It's telling us here in Proverbs. One, you know, y'all know Proverbs is considered one of the books of the wisdom that it's always it's given wisdom. It's telling you to guard against these things. You gotta guard against them. You gotta watch yourself with your emotions. Your emotions, the the spirit is telling you. They are not right for you. Don't hang around them. But your emotions say, yeah, man, they, they, they cool, though. They cool. You started rationalizing. You, you, your, your, your spirit and your emotions are going back and forth. Like, who I'm listening to? <laughs> okay, you listening to you? Nah, you can't follow them. That, that ain't no good. Uh, get over here, man. I'm trying to tell you. Get yourself together. That's the road that leads to death and destruction. If you follow that road, there's no road back for you. I don't know, but it, it just it looks so much fun over here. <laughs> Can I, if I just go for a few minutes, it would it would be all right, though, right? And see, your peace is gone because now your mind is is in conflict. Your mind is in battle. What to do? When all we have to do is yield to God, and He tells us what to do in those moments of challenge, because there's a there's a tug of war always going on. But when the spirit has is the most prevalent voice in your ear, don't that thing come up to go contrary to your emotions? The spirit says, no. That's, mm -mm, we're not doing that. And I, I shut myself down all the time. Uh -uh, I can't be a part of that. That conversation right there is a conversation of no way. And the only person that's going to get the fingers pointed is me. I said that. They even remember everybody else saying, Virgil said it. And so the peace, is it worth your peace? Is things, making choices, falling in line with certain things that's going on in this world, is it worth your peace? 
You have to answer, you have to answer that question. You have to be the judge of that. And Philippians 417. Y'all know this scripture. I know some of y'all have quoted it and quoted it and quoted it and quoted it and quoted it. But the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And not just being a hearer, but you gotta go over the word. Get the word in your spirit. So you can be able to recall it when you need to, to be able to stand in certain situations when you need to. Philippians was it? And the peace of God, which surpasses, what does that surpass mean? Which supersedes, go beyond that current state that you're in. All understanding. It will guard you. It will protect you. It will stand guard against those thoughts, against those trials, those challenges, those things that come to rob you of your peace of understanding. It will stand guard of it. And your hearts and your minds, it will protect you. How many of us need our minds protected? Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, man, y'all, I know y'all looking at me crazy. How many of y'all, y'all need y'all minds protected? Mm-hmm. I know I always need mine. Even, even, even though I need to always, even more so, protect my thoughts, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That I don't make ungodly, unrighteous, unholy thoughts. That what I've heard, God, that it don't infiltrate my spirit. Let my, God, cleanse my thoughts in my mind. And certain things that when you hear it, click, I got to turn that. Because some things you think you be watching or you be listening to, be you know, okay, it's, it's, it's clean, it's good. The next you know, they fire them all, they cuss like it ain't nothing. Certain little TV shows, you don't. When did you know the cooking channel to cut? You like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> are you making this potatoes? <laughs> what was the need to cut making potatoes? <laughs> but they do it so subtly. And you do it because people are in you. Now, I, I ain't saying they, now don't get mad at me, y'all, who like cooking channels, because I like to cook. That, that when they die, you say they fire off cousin work, I say certain things will slip. Well, I mean, I'm not giving it too much credit. Because it's in you, if it's in you, you don't say it. So I'm saying that if when you cut, when they cut, it's subtle. It ain't the, like they standing up on a, on a comedy show and they doing a whole lot of the comedy. I'm just saying, cussing. So you got to guard your ears against that. And then you got to turn it because if you don't watch yourself, it can infiltrate. Because y'all know, y'all looking at the eye. Y'all, y'all somebody wrong y'all to, and they wrong you and they, they say something. Cuss work kind of like cuss work kind of be right right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Get you don't belong to me. <laughs> and everybody like, and I, I don't condone. I told y'all, Lynn was saying so. Long. Don't nobody out there be lying on past me. I don't condone cussing. I don't cuss. It's not a part of my vocabulary. I don't. I, I don't do that anymore. I used to do that long, 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 long time ago. I do that anymore. I know though every once in a while it will try to spring up though. Why? Because it was in me at one point. So well, because it was in me, it tries to resurface. The same with y'all, all of us. You gotta guard yourself with the peace of God. Final scripture, let's close out. Psalms 34 and 4. It says, I sought the Lord. How many of y'all seeking God? For peace. 
seeking God for answers. Yes. Seeking God for a better way to conduct our lives, that this world will be changed by your life. See, we got, I sought the Lord, and He answered me. If you're seeking me, you don't answer. If you're on live tonight, on the day, if you're seeking God for anything in your life, deliverance, healing, restoration, whatever it is, if you seek the Lord, He said He will answer. And He will deliver. Me from all my fears. See, people have a hard time with peace because they're walking in fear. And if you need to be delivered on a day from whatever's going on, today is your day to get what you need from God. You don't have to be bound by fear. You don't have to be bound by, okay, I don't got... Maybe I don't trust you the way I should. Okay, you need you need prayer to trust God. And then my question will be: your, your your ability not to trust God is because you're trusting more in yourself. When you learn to give your life to God, you stop trusting in the things that you can control because when you realize that you can't control nothing anyway. Yeah, the Pace Sisters sung the song years ago. If I was in control of my life, I would have worked things out so much differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How many of us know that if we were in control, the life that we currently live, we couldn't even imagine living it. Because they would have been worked out so much more differently. We would have destroyed everything and every relationship that was placed before us because we was working it out ourselves. Amen. But the day we say yes to Jesus, God, I take the back seat. You now you begin to drive the seat. And matter of fact, you say you don't want me on the driver's seat. You want me right here on the passenger seat with you. Why? So I can see what you're doing in my life. Yeah. See, a lot of people, they want, they don't want to let go. No, let me see. a lot of people use this term. Well, I let go and let God. No. He ain't tell you to let go. He said, but let me. Let me show you how to drive. Let me show you how to navigate your life. I'm not telling you I'm going to do the driving for you because he makes us do nothing. But when he drives, he'll make all the turns. But if we, he, but he, we, but we know that ain't so because everybody, if he was driving, will, will serve him. We'll come to know him. We know that ain't happening. Every day you turn on your TV, it proves to you more and more that people doing what they want to do. And that's free more agents and, and people that he's given a life of freedom to. We have the ability to choose. But I sought the Lord. And he heard me. He's waiting on you to seek him. He's waiting on you to call out to him. Say, Father, I need you. I can't do this no more. I've tried it, I've tried it, I've tried it. It does not work. I, 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 I can't do it for myself no more. I, 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 everybody told me to be self-sufficient. I am not self-sufficient. I need to be God. I need you to take over my life in the manner in which you come in and take up your abode on the inside and help me govern my life to please you. I need peace. I can't sleep. I can't rest. My eyes hurt me because I'm stressing so much. 
My head is bothering me because I'm stressing so much. My neck, my I got tension all over my body because I'm stressing. Why? Because I'm trying to do it on my own. And we're trying to figure things out that God already worked out in our lives. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them and cast all your cares upon them. How many are willing to just put them? Listen, I don't know. Get, 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 somebody, get somebody a piece of paper or something. Everybody get a piece of paper. Write down what's, what's going on in your life, your family's life. Come on. You can't have it if you don't do it. You can't experience the change that God has for you if you won't do it. This is for you out there too. Yeah, yeah. I know some of y'all looking. Some of y'all looking like, why are you making them do that, Pastor B? Because you need to write down. You need to write down what's bothering you. What, what the enemy is throwing at you. What the enemy is bringing into your life and got you thinking so much about. That's causing so much cloudiness in your mind and in your spirit. Where you can't receive. Because God wants to release some things in each and every one of your lives. It's hard to put some new clothes into a basket full of a bunch of goblins. And when I say clothes, I mean, well, let me change that. He can't give you new things if you're filled with bad and old, and old things that you need, that you should have gotten rid of years ago. Y'all know that spring cleaning that they always talk about? You got to get out the old stuff to, to, to make room for the new. God is saying, you got to get rid of that old toxic stuff in your life. To make room for this new. We keep declaring that this is the year of Jubilee. Preparing you for God's blessings and the promises of God. You can't get them if you got so much stuff blocking away where they can't get to you. Write it down. Come on, give me a few more minutes. Some of y'all may have a, a whole <laughs> book full of stuff. It's all right. I look. Whatever you need to, whatever you need. Come on, because there's deliverance in it. Amen. You got to set your spirit. He said he takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So don't let nobody tell you, oh, man, why y'all doing it? That's stupid. Okay, well, watch the change that happens because I believe. Amen. This ain't no hope. This hope. We don't believe in that. And this is for somebody out there. Listen, what if, they don't have to be grammatically correct. Write it down the best you can. God knows what you're talking about. I'm not going to look at them. I don't need to know because there ain't nothing I can do about them. What we're going to do is we're going to give it to God. Y'all got it? Yeah. All right, now ball them up. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Some of y'all ball them up too nice. <laughs> like he's still trying to hold on to them. Give me that. Come on. Hey, you got to go, baby. You got to go. Whatever it is, you got to go. Now, the Bible says, cast all your cares. Come on, throw them up this way. Come on. If you knew I was going to tell you to do it, you were in the spirit. Because <laughs> now you just cast your cares. Yes. You just cast your cares. This is good. This is not God, but this is a representation of letting it go. The altar is a place of change. And now your situation has changed by virtue of your willingness to let them go. Yes. Now, come on, give God praise for letting them go. Yes. 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 You have to praise them like you know it already. 
If you do it, life as you know it has changed. But when you change, you got to put a praise on it. Amen. When you walk into this door, it says, get ready to worship. You, that means you got to set yourself to receive and to be a part of what God is doing. No limits. No boundaries. No barriers to receiving what God has for you. And we thank God for you. If you need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, listen, today is a good day. Why? Because it's the only day you got. Tomorrow you don't have. And yesterday was a was a was is a, is a, is a distant memory. Come on, stand wherever you are. Receive Jesus Christ on the day. Lift your hands and say, God, I thank you. Yeah, I listen. I'm, I repent of my sins. I don't make a 360, God. I'll do a 180. I turn away from iniquity, unrighteousness, all those things that were ungodly, my thoughts, my actions, everything that I did that did not bring you joy and glory. God, I repent, God. Now, I set my life before you and these witnesses to serve you all the days of my life. Yeah, God. And God... If I'm in this, and if you're in this area, you tell God that you will reach out to us. You want to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Yeah, you want to do Acts 238. Repent and then be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then, listen, where you are, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. I'm not there, but the spirit of the living God is. And he'll fill you. If you want him, he'll fill you. Yeah, he will. And he'll fill you to your cup overflow. Jesus. How do you know? Because he did it for me. And it's still overflowing. Yeah, there's a well that springs up on the inside. Amen? Amen. Hey, listen. If God has done anything and doing anything in your life that you want to share with us here at the Kingdom of Essence Ministry, reach out to us. Let us know. Send your testimony to, to the ministry. Let us know what God is doing. We, will, we are excited to hear why? Because we know we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Billy Jean, I told you God had something that he shared with me. Come on, stand up. Stand up. Come on. I was... Y'all know I don't say things be saying things. I don't say things because I'm, I'm feeling good about nothing. Or that ain't about a feeling for me. It's about the power of God. I don't share words because I know I have to be accountable for everything that I say that comes that comes out of my mouth concerning His word and anybody that I'm that a word is being given to. I have to give an account. So I guard myself. I don't just talk to hear myself talk. I'm not that. I'm not that dude where I think I just speak so eloquently, but I hear everything that I say. <laughs> no, and that's no that's no knock at anybody. I was washing dishes. I know some of y'all didn't wash dishes. Yeah, I washed dishes. <laughs> and I was standing there, I was standing there and I stopped. And you had texted about some about what we're talking about some songs. Mm -hmm. And God told me, and I just started praying for you. I, I tell you what he told me. I just started praying for you. And not saying that none of you guys are not in my prayers, but um you specifically about this one that I always pray for you 
<clears throat> that the gift that God has placed in you don't get tainted, don't be contaminated, don't be taken advantage of mm -hmm. in any way, shape, form. So in praying, so in praying, God told me to share with you. You want to start writing songs. Amen. That's the desire of your that you want to write. He said he's going to do some things in you that you didn't think was possible about writing songs. You want to do a CD that's going to blow mm -hmm. the Amen. Because your heart is so set to serve and to do his will, you want to start writing like never before. I just saw you, I was standing there and I was praying, I said, God, does you want to write? He's like, tell her what I said. Mm -hmm. I kept trying to rationalize, does she want to do it? Yes. And I, when I stood here, I was going to ask you, do you want to write? He said, don't do that. Yes. Say what I said. Yes. You're going to start writing. Yes. You'll be waking up out of your sleep writing. People don't believe that what's in you is in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus. The peace message was for you. Amen. Thank you. Because people don't believe in your transformation. Mm -hmm. They're waiting on you to go back Jesus. to former things because it's familiar. Mm -hmm. Live in peace with your decision with God. Amen. Know that He got you. Yes. Tell me, put that right down and go lay your hands on over that. You know what I'm telling you? Yeah. Don't be worried about awards. Don't be worried about none of that. That words. Right. 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 And watch what he do in your life. Finances won't be tied to writing, but finances are tied to your obedience. Go do what he told you to do. Yeah, Billy. That's what he's calling you. Billy. Right, Billy. There's songs in you. You'll sing your own praise and worship song. Hallelujah. Yeah, God. Thank you, Father. We decree over her life now, God, that the great, the greatness that you set before her, God, is hers, Jesus. That her gift, Father, is what you place in her, God. Now, God, her, this is her season to shine like never before. Yeah, she's been in the background. Yes, indeed. She's coming forth to do your will, God. Yeah, Jesus. Your first studio session in ministry will pay for. Yeah, the ministry is going to pay for your first studio session. Yeah, if y'all not in this, if you're not jealous and you want God, you you rejoice, rejoice with her on the day, amen. Because as he's doing something in her life, he's doing whatever you need in your life. I stretch my hands to you. Yeah, whatever you need God to do, he's heard you. And he'll respond to your every need. In the name of Jesus. Yes,
Billy Jean, I hear the Lord saying, stop answering to the former name. People are trying to call you by what you used to be. God says, stop answering. Stop answering. You know who you are. You know who you are in him. Stop answering. Well, listen, you guys be blessed out there. Listen, we love you with the love of the Lord. Are we coming on? We're coming over and we're going to say hi. We're going to, if somebody need prayer, don't let pride get in your way. If you need prayer, stay on here and let us pray for you. Let us come in agreement with the word of God concerning whatever God is doing in your life. Listen, we love you. We protect. Listen, let me pray over everybody. God, I thank you for each and everyone who's on live and everyone who's here with us, Father. God, thank you for watching over and keeping us. God, protecting us, God. As this day goes forth, God, we thank you, Jesus, that the word of God has been sung. God, thank you for coming with us and, and worshiping and serving and being in our presence on the day, God. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives, God. Use us, protect us, watch over us, and keep us. We bind the hand of the enemy from trying to come and steal the word that was sown. We glorify you, God, that it will go forth this word and change the lives of the people. Hey, listen, in Jesus' name, amen. Come back and, and be with us on communion tonight. Share and come and sit with us around the Lord's table and enjoy the word of God. Um, the ministry of Apostle Wayne Green on the day. Listen, we love you. We'll see you at 6 p.m. Be blessed. Give us a few minutes while we transition or that's already done. Thank you, Hey, how are you? Hello, if you would like to say hi to us at this time, we are more than welcome to um, say hello to you. Hey. 
Hello. We just wanted to come and say hi to you. Thank you for tuning in um, for service on today. We appreciate you. We pray that you were blessed by the word on the day. And God did some amazing things in your life. Listen, may the peace of God reign in your hearts and in your lives and be able to change your lives to do the will of God with no stress. You have anything there? No. Listen, we love you. Come check us out. Come tune in with us this evening. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Come tune in and check us out at 6 p.m. on this evening. Uh, whatever time you on, um, we'll be back here at 6 with, um, again, Apostle Wayne Green. And doing our communion service, we're going to have a good, good time. I'm trying to tell you. If you thought this morning was good, it's going to get gooder. And we love each and every one of you guys. Thank you guys for being a part of sharing with us. Be blessed. And we'll see you later. We love hey, Antoinette, we love you guys. Michelle and Antoinette, we love you guys. Appreciate your daughters of the ministry. Thank you guys for all your support and all that you're doing concerning and helping this ministry grow and move to the next level. We can't do, we couldn't do it without you guys. We appreciate you so much. Y'all know my hug. I love you guys. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, listen, we go and get some rest, get some good old food, and we'll see you this evening. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless you guys.